Thank you for taking time to listen today. In chapter 8 of Revelation, the seventh seal is still uh, looking at that, um, the 30 minutes of silence and going back to the book that he was worthy to open seven chapters or seals of the scroll as you unroll it. And he was worthy to uh, open this book. And you you get to the seventh seal, the last one, and it's the judgment of God poured out upon the earth, whereas the first four seals are the Antichrist, the horseman coming forth, and the fifth seal is the altar, the souls under the altar crying out. And the sixth seal is the earthquake uh, that shakes the whole earth. And I believe at that time he takes out his own. And the seventh seal then is here in chapter 8 where he opens the seventh seal, silence in heaven, half an hour. And he opens it and uh, it, I, I, part of it is, I, thinking last time about how horrible what's going to happen is, is, and it is. It's extremely uh, horrific in a way. But at one place, it says in the vials at the very end of it all that you've given them blood to drink because they are worthy. And it's the same word that is used here when it says to him about one of the elders said, uh, or who is worthy to open this book. And he was worthy in that way. And the the word is, uh, you have to take it in uh, both ways in that it really does mean it's the due reward or the due consequence or the just outcome, good or bad, of what it, the consequence of what you've done or not done. It's what you have coming. I mean, is a kind of a way to say it, I guess. But that's why they say when you open, when he opens the book, he's worthy, and no one else was worthy, and he's seen as a lamb slain. And of course, that's why the whole thing is built on that foundation of him becoming uh, one of us and and paying for the sins of not only ours, it says, but the sins of the whole world, not in the way that, uh, in the way that people are not, uh, or they are allowed to exist. That is really a fundamental thing that if you're not forgiven, and that's why he was crucified before the foundation, before he made the creature, because it had to be that he had to make the way for them to have a right to be a little God and not be him, if you think about those things. But here he's saying that he was, uh, the angel or the elder is saying to John, and John is saying that he was worthy. Christ is worthy. It's what he has a right to do. He paid the price and was made sin and ripped apart from the Father. I mean, broken. And something that neither one of them, I don't know how it could have been known, uh, experienced, but it was. And I don't know. It's just that's why he's has a right to do this. But what has coming is the terrible judgment of him against 
the evil acts of people and what they do. And it, it's a kind of a hard thing, but I guess I'm trying to say in order to say what I want to say about it is that the uh, the thing about judgment, he loves these people. That That's uh, one thing that would be true. And so as much as you would have to be just and hate what your child did that was wrong so much so that but not them and so when you did have to give them the consequence of what they have coming one way or another you would be grieved about it in that way so i don't see how that he doesn't feel that way so to me that's a lot of what is behind this half hour of silence when he opens the seal that really brings about his judgment upon the earth and that's something that only he would know how that would be but it's more that he's worthy to open this book and it's a bigger picture but still the kingdom is the last day of man on the earth a thousand years and that's just a day and it's not the end of it all that it's not that's not the answer to it all at all <laughs> it's the end of man and the end of the whole thing because at the end of it uh he lets satan out of the pit and and unbinds him he comes up and and in no time uh, millions of people the sand of the sea that comes up and going to try to overthrow the city uh, of christ and so then the end comes and then Paul, uh, John says, uh, I didn't see the heaven or earth anymore, just him and judged everybody. And then a new heaven and a new earth to go with new creatures. And that is the big, that's the end of, I believe, like Peter said, make sure of your election and position in the everlasting kingdom not just the earthly kingdom of the everlasting kingdom when it's on the earth, but when there is no more earth to rule over that way, and it's a new spiritual earth and a new spiritual eternal kingdom. Peter refers to that. That's what it's all about. And it is because that's eternity future, so-called. And so for us, that's it. And we shouldn't look at it this other way, although that's it, it doesn't mean the kingdom is not a good time. It is. It's a thousand years of peace upon the earth, but it's not. It's an end to it. That's what I'm trying to say. So when he opens this book, these seven seals, uh, this seventh one here, when you look at it, it contains all the judgment of God, and then after the judgment, it contains still the thousand years as mentioned here in uh, Revelation 20. And after the the uh, whole thing really has finished, and then he's cast in the lake of fire, and uh, the, the judgment of God and the false prophet, and then the great white throne, where then all are judged and put in their place, lost or saved, according to what you've done and what you're worthy of, what what you've, uh, and as a believer. He lives in us, and that brings a whole different um, view to it as in to lost people. And, uh, well, I, I'm trying to look at the time, I, I, trying to stay maybe on subject here too. But the seventh seal, the, the number seven, 
I, that's what I mean about the kingdom. It's the seventh day, as it were, of man, and he rules it over man. And bring, for the record, as it were, it's like the in the beginning, first Adam, last Adam, the first when the garden and everything was right, or even in heaven with Lucifer. And and but at the end there, he rules over all, and Lucifer's in the pit, and he rules over the earth, and is supreme over all for a thousand years. But it's the last day. Uh, of man, and then that's not the end of it at all. It's really the beginning of the end of man. So this seventh, uh, the number seven is, the whole thing is the 70th week of Daniel, the prophecy given to him about the last seven years of the 400, you know, the future of Israel before Messiah comes and this is the seven uh, years is the the last week which is the length of the peace treaty uh, and then in the middle of it three and a half years when the abomination happens and then he becomes the antichrist for that last three and a half years but then here at in the book has seven seals and in the seventh one then there's um, seven angels that have seven trumpets and the after the last seventh trumpet, as it were, within it is seven vials. Each angel has one, but still seven last judgments of God upon mankind. And then he rules the earth for for the seventh day, as it were, thousand years of, of man. And then it's over. And, and what they call the eighth day, I don't know. I, you call it that, but it's eternity future to where the day of man is over, and, and it's a whole new spiritual reality. So within that whole thing is what he sees that he's worthy to open the book. And and it's not so much, it not at all, I don't think, like torture. Well, I can't wait to. No, it, it, that wouldn't be, it couldn't be because he loves him, but he he would be as if if there were such a thing anxious to uh, bring it to an end the whole thing of man and, and creatures and all that comes to an end after the great judgment day and then enter into eternity future for the believer and eternity future for the lost uh, one way or another but but still that's something that's when it would be like it was as it were in eternity past before he made any creature uh creation at all and one thing is he is creation the scientists know that or they won't call him the god of the bible but still energy uh, all of matter is that like i heard one scientist say he said where is the matter that uh they've all been looking for but <laughs> when you break it down and get inside it, all you have is energy anyway and that's him it's his energy and he says he holds it all together with his own power that's the power that holds it all together that they've you know and for you know one way or another they've learned to to let l that power loose that that's how much and at the end when it says fire comes down from heaven at the end of the thousand years that's on he lets that happen and and it's all complete meltdown in my opinion and then you have him and all of creatures i believe ever have been uh, belong to him and those that don't and he all are judged and the books opened and all that starts in when he opens the first when he takes this book out of the hand of god
then that's when they all fall, <laughs> the elders and the living all creatures, and say, you are worthy to do this. This is your right to do. And the people, good or bad, get what they have coming. But the Lord would say, in the bigger picture, what I want is the eternity future when all is well. That's what I want. And so to begin to open this book begins to bring about all these things that, that really wind up uh, man and his time in the earth, even though the last day is a thousand years, yeah. But, but that's the seventh day of the week and all these things here, this number seven. But the, the main thing that stands out to me is that he, he has a right to have the new eternal kingdom with all the family and everything new and right that's what he has coming and and this here is not so much as as what's negative coming he couldn't wait for that i out of love he would that would be hard like your own kid you'd say well i, I didn't like the whipping even he always told that you know it hurt me more than you well still though you would feel you know what the feeling would be and then but after that when the child changed or did right or something then you would say that's what i was after that's why i when i took the belt off i had 30 minutes of silence type you know i, I don't mean to bring this down to that level but that's the idea that i'm trying to see in this is that when he had opened that seventh seal everybody watching him and he didn't move or speak it just sat there like sometimes people do you can tell you know they you want them to say something and 30 minutes about the space of half an hour uh that that would be a long time uh and then all and then all uh, of the you know after the, about that time john saw the seven angels and an angel i guess gave them seven trumpets and then another angel came and took a censer and incense and offered it and it represented the prayers of the saints and then he takes that censer and fills it with with fire from the altar and cast it to the earth and it was an earthquake and lightning and thunders and uh, voices and the people that uh, they've already woke up with the sixth seal the heavens shaken and all that and then there's this time of when the wind doesn't blow on the earth i guess and nobody says anything in heaven and uh, then that seventh seal i i just trying to understand from the the how horrible it is for the lost but how victorious it is for him then to rule the world and and then though how that's not the end of it that's the end of man and it's done and finished then he says look now i've made all things new no more problems no more sin no more sorrow tears death crying it's all been made new all is well and he still holds the lost together their spirits they uh, i mean he knows them does he not know them uh, what they're doing thinking not like king david said i could go to hell and live there and you're there he is everywhere he's all-knowing omnipresent all-present and all-powerful and what he did to die for us makes him worthy of not just the judgment that they deserve already, but he's the one to carry it out and do it, and he will. There's no one like him. That's why Paul said, if you don't know anything, know this, you are complete in him. So to study about him, and that's what I... He's the one opening this seventh seal. And when it's opened, 
it, it's not like there was ever any turning back. It's when he took the book out of the hand of God. That's when they all say, finally, now. It, it, and John's seeing a vision of it. I realize that. It hasn't happened. But when you imagine or visualize what would happen in heaven, that would be the reality. And so, I don't know. It, it's uh, There again, there's a lot of places here you can make it symbolic that none of this means anything uh well where do you i don't know you have to have a reality that at the time this does happen will happen in heaven because god is there and is on the throne and the lord does set at his right hand i don't know that he would look as a lamb slain although john saw him that way in in the vision but he saw a lot of things in the vision that are symbolic but what is the reality in heaven that's a just a way to clarify it you have to that whatever it is that it represents has to be something that happens like the preacher said the symbolism if you don't like it well it means something more real than that and that's it's symbolic of something that's more real than the symbolism it's just by definition that way but this seventh seal opens it up to the last seven vials of the seventh trumpet and it's really um really something but but the the kingdom that follows that is the end of it all but it still ends when that day ends that kingdom on this earth that that earthly phase of it the everlasting kingdom is in existence now then and forever but but it will enter into eternity future back into the spiritual reality far more than it was in him in eternity past it's been brought out and lived out and all the whole thing we look at here the picture of creation but then somehow at the end uh, it, it goes back into something that uh, I don't know. Uh, I think time has run out, so that's probably just as well. But the idea of this seventh seal is is kind of like the gavel coming down. That that really is a. There's several places like that where. Uh, and like this, these seven vials, I was looking here in chapter 16, where they came out of the temple having the seven plagues. And uh, then the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God, from his power. Nobody was able to enter the temple till these seven plagues were fulfilled. And they're the last ones. And, and they are unbelievable. The last seventh one is the great earthquake that shakes the mountains down. They're not recognized anymore. And it's then he comes back, you know. It's uh, really something. But there again, I try not to forget, it's all about him. It's all about him. He made it all and has done it all and will do it all. And we're in him and he's in us and we are him. Uh, he, uh, You know, it, it's just that way. And, and the more we set our minds and hearts on those things, then... It even really helps to understand these things in Revelation or anywhere here better than to try to understand these things, and then that helps us know Him. It, it, I am confident it works the other way around. Thank you uh, for, for listening.